Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast with host Bo Marchanti, featuring head coach Jim Perry and the next generation of Red Dragons. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti, here in the Dragons Den with coach Head coach Jim Perry, and we're here to talk some Niles Dragons football. Um, I'm not going to lie, we had some technical difficulties leading up to this particular show, and we're still operating on some uh, odd equipment that we're not accustomed to using. So if there's any foul-ups, and it's possible that we do this entire pod and uh, end up with nothing. But I think we're good to go. But nonetheless, um, a hard, hard loss this past weekend at Bo Ryan Stadium, um, 48-14, and uh, it seemed like South Range got a jump on the Red Dragons early and kind of put them on the mat, and it was just kind of hard for this team to regroup. But nonetheless, they take on Struthers this week. I believe they're 6-2, and 3-1 and one in Northeast State football, and along with these Red Dragons, a lot to play with, uh, a lot to play for, I should say. But, what Coach, uh, never what you want. Um, you had such great momentum, and, and it, just going through the town, you know, you see people at the store, you talk to your friends. Even after the loss to South Range, I thought, and the people, most of the people I talked to, really felt that this team had a shot to beat South Range, but it just didn't come that way. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, you know, we, we, I think our players felt that way. I think obviously the coaching staff did too. And uh, you know, what I would say we were hanging our hat on was our effort. You know, even in the loss to Poland, like you said, and going back to the lost alliance, our effort was, I felt at a high, high level, you know, championship level, uh, so to speak, because I I never saw us, you know, take a play off and whatever. Um, But, uh, you know, they hit a couple big plays early, coupled that with with, uh, some some things we had go against us injury-wise. You know, here you are, you know, on Thursday, you got four wide receivers out there, you're going through your game plan, and then uh, about four minutes into the game, three of those four guys aren't playing for you. Uh, You know, injuries are definitely a part of the game, but they're certainly a lot more manageable when you have a little bit of time to plan for them. We we did not have that. Um, And, you know, then you start pressing. You know, you're going for it, you know, in your own maybe 45-yard line where that might be punting when you you know it's a a closer game. And so things things, uh, snowball quickly. Uh, you could never have predicted that. I wouldn't have in a million years, uh, but it happened to you. You got to learn from it and, uh, you know, own it, and like I said, you know, learn from it and go from there. Yeah, I, I kind of put it like, uh, you know, uh, we, we know San Francisco's coming into Cleveland this week. We know San Francisco, San Francisco's arguably the best team in the National Football League. We could kind of say that about South Range in the Northeast State, and then it would be kind of like uh, the Browns not having Amari Cooper, uh, Peoples, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and say Elijah Moore on game day. And then it kind of changes the perplexity. And again, as you say, not to make excuses, but I just want our listeners to understand that that's a lot to take in. And you have young kids going in there with not a lot of reps against a quality team like Southridge, makes it that much more difficult. Who's been getting better? And that's hats off to their coaches and what they've been able to do. You know, you bring up that that's a point. You know, one of the things that happened with the Browns uh, in their last game was. By all indications, they thought Deshaun Watson was playing, and then they rolled a quarterback out there who 
you know, and, and I thought the you know the thing there was they didn't adapt a game plan. As a Browns fan, I wasn't you know privy to what their coaches did or did not do. It didn't look like they were trying to help their young quarterback out, but that made more sense when you realized, hey, they thought the kid was playing. You know, the other example used with San Francisco is Dallas Cowboys. You know, they lost by 32 points to San Francisco. They're, San Francisco's not 32 points better than the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I don't think South Range is 34 points better than us, but they were Friday for sure. And, uh, you know, things get away from you. You know, we talked a little bit before the show. You know, you never saw blowouts back in the NFL years ago, but you see them now because the game has evolved the way we play and more people spread you out. But, uh you know, again, South Range, they see blood in the water, their championship football team. Uh, again, they, they've, they're going to be league champs again this year. Uh, you know, that's not the team you want to come out and have things snowball on you because they're going to make you pay, and, and, and they did. I, I will say I was proud that I thought in the second half, you know, we did get back to who we were. I thought we fought a little harder there, but at that point in time, it was water under the bridge. It was, and, and again, a, a big a big loss. And, and what was the mindset? Uh, you know, we know there's some mishap going into the week, but, I mean, the kids' mindset's a good practice week. I mean, well, it's early, you know, but, we, again, we, we just this is one you got to flush. I think one of our coaches used that term. you got to flush just one and get ready to go. Again, you know, we, we just go back to, to what we had to play for, uh, you know, we have two losses in the league, but, you know, if we're able to win this, there's an argument made that a bunch of teams end up with two losses in the right. league, and we could finish as a runner-up. Um, you know, trying to, you know, get get another win here before the regular season's over uh, to get a home game here at Bone Ryan, um, which I think we need a, a win in one of these two. And then, you know, ultimately for us, it's, again, the climb toward getting better toward the playoffs, getting healthy for the playoffs. So uh, it's exciting knowing you're going to keep playing and you're going to get in the tournament. I mean, that 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 is definitely adds some uh, motivation for us moving forward. We, you know, we're we're not dead in the water here. You know, that that loss was disappointing. Pool loss was disappointing. You know, was it was it a hangover because of that? I, you know, I didn't I didn't get that feeling. You know, from our kids, but uh, probably you know. In life, it's usually not one thing. It's a compilation of things. And uh, we just got to pick ourselves up and go play Struthers. We've had good games with these guys. I think we split the last four years, uh, if my memory serves us right. So, uh, you know, again, being that game of the week on TV, I think our kids will be excited about that. It'll be nice for our fans. And, uh, you know, go, I like going, like I told you, going on the road and uh, getting out there and seeing what we can do against a quality football team. I mean, they took range to the wire uh, earlier in the year. The, the game came down to the very last play. So, uh, you know, we know we know who Struthers is and what they're going to bring to the table, and we've got to be ready. Awesome. Um, once again, you're listening to Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, and you can find this uh, free and available iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Um, Coach, who was uh, what was that uh, boneheaded play that you regret calling, and what was that one where you're like, wow, uh, you know, pat yourself on the back? Well, you know, like I said, you start pressing a little bit when you go down, and, and I think early in the game, maybe that's. Certainly not the thing you want to do, but at the same time, like you know, I'm, I'm not going to go down swinging. You know, I don't want to just give the ball back to him and do that. So I think going for it early in the game, you know, uh, it obviously I don't really care about the point differential because we're trying to win the game at that time. But you know, uh, I guess we probably could have done some things to protect the score. But what, what does it matter? It's going to go down as a loss if you don't, if you don't try. <laughs> As well, you know, as far as patting yourself on the back in that game, 
Uh, you know, the one thing I'll give Coach Leonard uh, credit for, you know, we were able to come out after we scored a touchdown and execute that onside kick uh, pretty much to perfection. So uh, that's something we don't do a ton of, but, it, you know, a little confidence builder knowing that, you know, a lot of those things you rep them a lot. You know, you rep them every week and, and you don't get to see them. So to see us go out there and do that, you know, I, I thought that was nice to see. Excellent stuff. And uh, this week, Struthers, quick preview on uh, what 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 to look at with this team, uh, some players and the uh, concepts. Yeah. So you know, in three films, we break down. Uh, we have uh, 17 passes is all they've thrown. You know, I think we've done that probably in a <laughs> half a couple times this year. Uh, they want to run the ball uh, a lot bigger than we are up front. Their offensive line. You know, they got some guys well over 300 pounds and. Uh, so, you know, we're going to give up some weight. We're going to have to be quick and uh, get hats to the ball. Uh, and, again, you know, going in the league, I think most people had them as one of the top two teams in the league. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they're worthy of our best effort for sure. And, you know, they, they, they're they in the same boat. They got – they want to finish this strong and, and you know, work on their seeding in the playoffs. And I, I'm sure in their minds they're thinking about a regional uh, championship. So, Championship football, and, uh, you know, it's another opportunity for us to test our medal. Excellent stuff. And uh, player of the week, I told you I saw nothing of this game, so I can't comment on uh, who did or what or how anyone did. But if you're going to have to hand out some uh, congratulatory uh, player of the game, uh, who would you get up to? Again, uh, not a great performance, uh, really, on any stretch of um, whatever measurement you want to use. But... Uh, you know, Antoine did go over 100 yards again, uh, just barely, but I think he had 102, 103 yards. Uh, but, you know, I thought the kid whose effort to me stood out was Joe Smith. And, uh, you know, Joey, uh, Antoine was getting a little tired, and, uh, uh, you know, Joe was able to relieve him, you know, at times and carried the ball nicely. And then, uh, you know, defensively, uh, you know, I thought they were staying away from Joe a little bit. And, but, you know, he was in there with great effort. So, uh you know, this is this popped in my head. I know there's like things you always want us to bring out things in the podcast that people want to realize. So on Thursday, uh, come in and some of the kids are like, "Oh, coach, I'm tired." Hey, what's up? Well, a whole bunch of they all gave blood on Thursday, and uh, it, you know, it, and again, it's one of the things like we don't have conversation about. It. Like I'm a huge supporter of giving blood, but you know, giving away uh, you know 15% of your blood uh, before the day before a football game uh, doesn't doesn't help your your ability. So you know, Antoine's like, oh man, I was super fatigued out there. Uh, you know, th- th- that happened. Uh, you know, the uh, to our kids, and you just kind of shake your head. I, actually, I'm probably wrong with that. It might be the pollen week. It all runs together. But you know, just, just some of the things. Like, there's little factors that go in at times that, that, that you know you can't. You're dealing with young kids and some decisions they make, whatever. And uh, you know, I wasn't even make a big deal about it. it. Was water under the bridge? But you know, there's always little things like that. You know, you get a cold run through your locker room. You could have eight guys ailing. You know, just 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 a lot goes into a long season and. Uh, uh, you know, like I said, not, not excuses, but some things that I guess people wouldn't consider. Yeah, I heard that, and I did laugh. I'm like, oh, the, the decisions sometimes that go into these big games. And hey, yeah, but let's wait six weeks and then yeah. go find a blood bank and don't. Right, you know. exactly right. <laughs> but you live and learn. And, uh, well, Coach, we're going to talk to our feature dragon, and uh, we're going to pause real quick. Now we're back. Now, Coach, this is the part of the show where you're going to go get one of our featured Red Dragons. Um, who are we going to talk to this week and tell us a little bit about well, the young man? We were surprised when we were talking about who we've had <laughs> on and, again, trying to feature as many seniors as we can. And then we realized that Anthony Budak hasn't been on the podcast, which 
you know, captain quarterback because he could be on top of the list. But, you know, those guys get a lot of the pubs, so I'm sure, you know, I was probably, hey, let's get some other guys love. But, uh, you know, Anthony, uh, you know, you'll enjoy, obviously, talking to him. So uh, you got him queued up, ready to go. Actually, you know, I was walking in here today. Uh, we haven't missed a week yet. No. We usually have some. This has given us a run for our money with yeah. our technology if, if, issues today. Listen, if, I'm telling you folks, if you know the, the extremes that we're going to get this podcast on the air today, you'd appreciate us. Cause, uh, and not only did we have to find different apps and different things to record the audio, um, while we were doing that, simultaneously my phone was dying. And literally Coach had to run out of the coach's room, grab a find a, a charger at 1% and plug in, and then we had to re- restart because the phone was about to die. So you're going to go off, and you're going to get uh, Mr. Budak, yep. and we're going to... You know, I want to say before, this reminds me of the old days. We had the manual <laughs> tape recorder at Edison Junior High. We used to record our songs and such. So oh, yeah. That was bringing good. me back. <laughs> Edison's Junior High. Yes, that's a blast from the past. Once again, the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Uh, Niles Red Dragon style. Uh, iTunes, Apple, Stitcher, anywhere we listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available to download at your leisure as we bring you Coach Perry each week and one of the young men of the Miles Red Dragons football team. And uh, they look to get back on track against Struthers. Um, I believe the Dragons are 5-3, and three, lost their last two. And a big, a big game, big, big game. And uh, these, these guys get ready. We're heading out to practice now. And as promised, here's Mr. Budak. You can you can sit right here, step into our high-end studio right here. We're uh, um, we're, hacking, we're having a, a heck of a time. Usually we're um, on a little uh, system and everything's just kind of re- pre-recorded, so we're, we're having our time. But hey, man, appreciate having you on because we didn't have you last year, and uh, coach was like, "Who who have we had on the show?" And I'm like, "Well, we haven't had our the quarterback yet." And I don't know if he was kind of holding out on me, kind of like you know, because we all everybody wants to talk to the quarterback. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. I mean, yeah. I'm, thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Thank you. And 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 what you do? That hair is awesome. I need <laughs> to get hair like that. That's yeah, uh, Italian special. That's that's excellent hair. Listen, Anthony, man, you you guys have had a heck of a season. You kind of run on a little bit of a roadblock last week, and we all know what what type of team South Range is. And as you as the quarterback, kind of take us through. We were talking prior to you coming on with us as. You know, you lose almost, what, three or four receivers, impact guys on the offense. And I said, that's like, you know, the Browns not having Cooper and Moore and Peoples-Jones in there. Not to make excuses, but, but as the quarterback, you're kind of like, man, uh, how was that for you on such late notice? And going through the game, guys going out and just trying to get by with a, such a talented team on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, obviously losing two receivers in, early in the game sucks. And there's no <laughs> sugarcoating it, obviously, but... Uh, you just got to work around it, and then uh, just South Range being such a good disciplined team, you know, their whole night, besides like one or two plays, every player was in the right spot every single time, so having uh, your two uh, starting receivers out is just not great at all against a team like that, especially. So we tried to work through it, and didn't work out very well, but, you know, we Moved on, we're on the Struthers this week. So. You're on the Struthers. And Coach said you guys, he's proud of the way you guys finish. You kind of feel the same. Got a, you know, got some points in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, I'd rather win, but obviously. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we finished better than we started for sure. Um, now, kind of take us through the mindset. I mean, you are team captain. Um, you guys are headed to Struthers. Uh, 
do you do anything different? I mean, I, you know, I mean, as a captain, to kind of make sure that those guys in that locker room are going to be dialed in and ready to go this Friday. Yeah, I wouldn't say I do anything different, but us as captains in general, just make sure that uh, freshmen are bought in, sophomores are bought in, juniors are bought in, rest of the seniors are bought in. Because we know this week, Struthers is a tough team. They're gritty, and uh, it would be hard to, you know, do what we do best. But uh, we know we can fight, and as long as everyone's locked in, it makes makes our odds a lot higher. And a couple losses. Uh, do you is has the demeanor changed? Are you guys still the same team that was five and one? Yeah, we're definitely we're the same team. You know, against Poland, we shot ourselves in the foot. We easily could have won by a few touchdowns, which just costly mistakes. And then South Orange said, we, that's just not Niles football. That's not how we play. Uh, obviously, receivers coming out, getting hurt early, hurt us. But we're still the same team. We're still confident. We know what we can do. And uh, we're hoping to finish the season with two more wins heading into playoffs. Coach said prior to you coming in, he was kind of like a Beaver local where you guys kind of went in the Beaver local and you, you got on top of them so yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what happened South Orange? You just, you're, you're looking up. Like, what, what's yeah, going on? It's very similar. Beaver local, we... We're up by 20 points in the first quarter, and they were shocked, and they couldn't come back from it. So that's probably pretty much what yeah. happened with us against South Orange. It happens, man. Yeah. Sometimes it's just not your day, and people get frustrated. Yeah. But, you know, one, you didn't bust your tail all week to go out and mm-hmm. lose. It's just uh, sometimes, like you said, that avalanche comes, and yeah. it just buries you, and you just got to get unburied and, and, and try, look to, you know, climb the mountain the next day. Uh, for you, uh, now, when I do my other shows on the college guys, have you always been the quarterback from the get-go, and now we see the quarterback that that's under center here in Niles? Uh, I've been a quarterback since my eighth grade year, really, at my old okay. school. But uh, when I was little, I played almost every position. I was number 90. I played left tackle, defensive end, <laughs> D-tackle, all that. But quarterback's always been where my heart, heart's been at. So just pretty much since eighth grade, I've been playing it and yeah. stuck with it since. So. Fair enough. Yeah. And... Uh, What's your uh, what's your favorite throw to make? So if the um, play's coming in, what's that one you just like? Oh, I get to do it. Yeah, there's one play we have where uh, I'm throwing a dig, which is just a ten yard in, and it's an easy route. But with everything, the other routes working around it, it's easy to read. And when I hit it, you know, it's usually a big game. So that's probably my favorite route. Excellent stuff. And and I'm I'm curious, uh, being that quarterback. Uh, is there anybody at that next level? Just because when you're talking about quarterbacks, it's such an iconic position that, mm-hmm. you know, who, who are those guys collegiately or professionally that, you know, you look to inspire to kind of put in your game, I guess? Yeah, well, college, I like watching Drew Aller a lot. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Caleb Williams, he's he's real tough. Um, then NFL, like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, so dudes like that who have, like, big arms, and then they're smart, they know they put the ball in the right spot every time. So, obviously, if I can do that, it would be real good for our team. But those are the guys I really look up to and aspire to be like them one day. Excellent, excellent stuff. Once again, Anthony Budak here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast talking a little X's and O's with this young man as he looks to lead this Red Dragon team, the Struthers, and kind of get off the snide and and get them back in the winning ways and get that sixth win of the season. Um, I can't believe we're seven minutes already into the show, um, but we'll let you go. We know you got practice, but we always like to end it. We call it three and out. A few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. You take over and take a shot with us? Sure. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, Taylor Swift's always been the big news. Um, are you a Swifty? And even if you're not, um, what's your favorite Swift song? Um, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a Swifty, but I think my favorite song, um, the 
Romeo and Juliet one. Yeah, okay. Classic. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's probably my favorite, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, your father was a Red Dragon himself. Uh, uh, is he, is he, uh, how is he? Is he your biggest supporter? Is he, oh, yeah. is he just, uh, you know, after a good game or bad game, does he tell you how it is or does he sugarcoat it? Uh, he tells me how it is. He's definitely my biggest supporter, too. Um, and he finds ways to, like he does, he films our practice, so he finds ways to get on the field with us and show support. But he's, yeah, he's not, he doesn't sugarcoat anything, that's for sure. How about this one? Um, teammates, uh, who are some of the closest uh, guys that you, you know, you say, hey, these are my best friends? Yeah, well, uh, Chris Roshar, Carter, Waldron, uh, I mean, really everyone were close friends. Yeah. Antoine Gardner, especially, we did a lot of college camps this summer, so we okay. spend days together just going to different camps. Uh, and really everyone's really tight-knit on this team. So. And they all, like when I moved here, they all welcomed me with open arms, so very appreciative of that. So I'm really friends with everyone. And uh, how, how about the student-athlete-wise, uh, that school behind us? Uh, who are some of your favorite teachers? Uh, Mr. Reese probably is my favorite teacher. <laughs> he gets that a lot. Yeah. He's a good teacher. <laughs> uh, coach Catrone also, because he's a coach, he's my favorite teacher. But, you know, I like Mr. Reese a lot. All right. And since you're the quarterback, we're going to give you one of the bigger questions. Um, I was talking to a few coaches last night, and they said either ask coach or ask one of the players, uh, who, who is the angriest of the angriest coaches on the Niles McKinley staff? Um, it goes without saying, probably Coach Kemp. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I think he appreciates yeah, He said, you know, they got to save me if they don't save me. So. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, definitely Coach Kemp. And, and PK as well. Both, both Kemp's. And they both said that they should yeah. be the not. So, yeah. well, listen, you, you, you know our, our quarterback here, Anthony Budak, knows what the, the dot the time is because uh, both uh, Coach Kemp's, both Coach Kemp's uh, were laughing that uh, asked those guys who they think the angriest coaches are. And, uh, and, and nonetheless, he didn't even pause. He, he had it out. Well, Anthony, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. And best of luck to you and your Dragon teammates as you uh, head to Struthers, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.